Welcome to The Brian Buffini Show, where we explore the mindsets, motivation, and methodologies of success. Here's your coach, Brian Buffini. Well, the top of the morning to you. In fact, the top of the year to you. Today's episode is to get you started in the new year. It's how to win in 2021. Well, I spent an awful lot of last year encouraging people on how it's a good life, not always a great life. I spent a lot of time telling people to journal the best things that came out of 2020, that there was a lot of blessings in 2020, and there has been. But I am also going to admit to you, as my grandmother used to say, I'll be glad to see the back of you. And I think New Year's Eve this year, an awful lot of people were happy to see the end of 2020. And I was myself. 2020 has been a very stressful, very difficult, challenging year. A lot of great things came out of it. Definitely on my front, I made a long list of the lemonade that we made out of the lemons. But there was a lot of lemons. I've had family members pass away. Great friends of our family pass away. One of my daughter's championship horses to take her to the Olympics had to be put down trials, difficulties, a hardcore political year and the media, the cancel culture, all the things that go on, the lockdowns, COVID, all of these things. And so I don't think I'd be disrespectful to say, I'm, as my grandmother would say, I'm glad to see the back of you. And an awful lot of things were lost in 2020. But the number one thing that most people lost without realizing its significance is momentum. If you want to win in 2021, you need momentum. You need to start momentum, you need to maintain momentum, and you need to grow in your momentum. And momentum by its very definition is the impetus gained by a moving object. And that's really a powerful statement because in order to have momentum, something's got to move. And so I think you got to move. I think I got to move. I think I got to be moved and then take action. Life rewards action, and we've got to take action. And it's the impetus gained So that's the movement, progress by a moving object. And that's got to be us. That's got to be us. Albert Einstein said this, life is like riding a bicycle. To keep your balance, you must keep moving. You know, when bad things happen, what we typically do as human beings in the natural state of homeostasis is we want to go where it's safe and we want stability. Can we just get things back to normal? And the truth of the matter is what Einstein said is what we need. We need balance. We want balance. But balance doesn't come from standing still. Balance comes from moving, just like riding a bike. And we got to get back on the bike, as they say. Get back on the horse, as they say. And so we need momentum. So that's really what I'm going to focus today on. And I hope this will really kind of give you a G up today to gain some impetus, to gain some ground, so that you'll be a moving object in this year. And if you get off to a great start, you can have a great year. So let's talk about it. I'll give you three points we're going to cover today, and we're going to talk about how we've lost momentum. I'm going to talk to you about the power of momentum, and then I'm going to talk to you specifically in how to create momentum. Mindsets, motivation, and methodologies as I try to coach you up today. We're here to help you. Buffini & Company is the nation's largest business coaching company. So we coach tens of thousands of small business owners. And if you're someone who really wants to get started with some momentum, let me tell you, nothing better than a coach. And this is what we're going to be working with people on this year. We're going to be getting the people we coach off to a great start. That's really the key. 
So let's talk about lost momentum. First and foremost, we know that COVID stopped the world. COVID just stopped the world. It stopped the whole world. And some parts of the world and some parts of the country, it stopped more than others. Sometimes we stopped ourselves. You know, you can get into all the politics of that. But at the end of the day, it stopped the world. And what did it stop? It stopped all kinds of momentum. So everyone's momentum collectively stopped. So that's one of the things that's powerful. You know, if you're riding a bike, well, let's say the Tour de France, you move better in what's called the peloton. The peloton is the group of bikes. And so what happens is you you pick your spot and then somebody moves ahead and you kind of move behind them and you, you draft off of one another and this person makes progress, then you make progress. And that's why the Tour de France is so fast of a race because everybody's movement inspires everyone else's movement, okay? And so when everyone's momentum collectively stops, now you're just out there by yourself. There is no peloton. There is no one to draft. You're getting the, the full brunt of the breeze in your face. And you're just by yourself trying to motivate and maintain yourself. It's just nice to know when other people are doing it. So when other people are stopped, we kind of feel the need to stop. Let me say this to you. I've been self-employed for 35 years. I still don't understand why I feel better about taking a day off when everybody's off. I don't know why that's the case. But I kind of feel like, I don't know, maybe it's the immigrant thing or maybe it's just the way I'm wired. But when I take a day off in the middle of the week, I, it just, I feel more relaxed when I take a day off and it's like a bank holiday or a, a national holiday and everybody's off, I kind of relax even more. So the reverse is also true. When everybody's up and going, you can feel more like getting up and going yourself. We know we've had shutdowns and quarantines and stay-at-home orders. And that, by its very nature, creates inverse momentum. And it's very, very important. And what it's led to, then, is fear. It's fear. And because we have a serious virus, it's called a novel coronavirus because it's new. And when something's new, it's unknown. And with that came a lot of conjecture. We live in, uh, we used to say the 24-hour news cycle, but today it's the 24-minute news cycle. And there's so much information, misinformation, disinformation. If you really want to get a, a handle on where you are yourself, I did a little inventory myself. I just watched a program on Netflix called The Social Dilemma. Just very revealing, just very revealing that when we're searching online, online is searching for us. When we're searching for certain things, they're using artificial intelligence to make sure more of that comes to us. So whether it be the news stories, whether it be the information we get, whether it be the news sources we get. And so what happens, it just paralyzes us with fear and it polarizes us into our positions. That's not always the best way for momentum. It's not always the best way for balance. It's not all the best way for growth, okay? We know tens of millions of people lost their jobs last year. The Dow Jones recorded its largest ever single day fall. We had this giant cataclysmic drop off in the market. I remember I was doing Facebook Lives and People were panicking, and I kept saying, hey, you haven't lost anything if you don't sell. And I'll be candid with you. I mean, I'm I'm glad to see the back of 2020. I made a fortune in 2020. I made a fortune. I'm not going to shy away from it. I I had worked hard and saved money. I had money on account, and when the stock market went to 18, I bought a lot of stock. And when it came back to 19 and 20 and 21 and 22, and there was a bunch of dips all the way up to 29,000, I bought all the way along. Made a lot of money last year. Here's the thing. I'd rather not have made the money and have had a really good year and everyone else had a good year, just so you know. But I want to say this. Momentum. A lot of people. uh, Momentum has been stopped. Yelp came out with a survey that said since March 1 last year, 
32,000 restaurants were closed, 61% of them permanently. 30,000 retail outlets were closed, 58% of them permanently. Beauty shops, 16,500 beauty shops. I mean, this really hurts me. It is, you know, those are all people who have just, you know, that was their dream to own a beauty parlor. They went to cosmetology school. They learned how to do their trade. And now here it is. 42% of those 16,000 beauty parlors are shut permanently. Bars. You know, for an Irishman, 6,400 bars shut down, 54% of them permanently. Brutal. And to me, it hurts. For a lot of people, it was the death of a dream. For a lot of people, they won't get back on the horse again. Very, very tough. So a lot of things stopped. And again, and the other thing that we lost is we lost momentum. We've had our movement restricted. It developed indecision. A loss of motivation for a long people and became totally absorbed by things outside our control. What this governor said, what this mayor says, what this person says, what this person at the CDC says, oh, I need this, and everything becomes out of our control. And when you let things out of your control, now all of a sudden things are out of your responsibility. And look, there are things we can't control for sure, but there are things we absolutely can, and there's things that are our responsibility. You know, the great Vince Lombardi said, it's not whether you get knocked down, it's whether you get back up. Seneca says, it's not that we have a short time to live, but that we waste a lot of it. The great Robert Frost said, in three words, I can sum up everything I've learned about life. It goes on. Life goes on. Are you going to let 2020 dictate your 2021? Are you going to wait for the government, for a vaccine, for this, for that? What, what are you going to wait for? What can you control? People talk about the quarantine 15, that people put on so much weight, right? They closed gyms, couldn't go outside. People are under stress, eating a lot more. Well, let me ask you this. Did the government stuff that food in your mouth? <laughs> we're, we're in control. So we got to get some momentum. And so you go, oh my gosh, I put on 15 pounds. I feel like this. I mean, no, no, no. What we need is momentum. Can I do a little exercise? Can I increase something? And can I decrease something? Could I increase drinking water? Could I reduce drinking soda? Can I increase eating healthier foods and decrease less so healthy foods? For me, I, I've talked about it all last year that my little Apple Watch and my move calculator, I made a commitment from August 1st on, I wasn't going to miss a day. The standing circle, the exercise circle, the movement circle, and I haven't missed a day. And I just made that commitment. And sometimes it's 11 o'clock at night, I've had a heck of a day. Oh man, I got to go for an hour. My circles aren't moving. What can we do? Why? Why am I doing that? Why have I been doing it since August 1st? Because I have momentum. I have momentum. I have feedback. I see it every day. I see the circles. And that's those circles, the standing circle, the exercise circle, the movement circle. It gives me feedback and it gives me feedback and momentum. I love checking and showing, hey, there's the whole month of August. Here's the whole month of September. Here's the whole month of October. Here's the whole month of November. I, I get to look at all these different months. Here's all December. Oh, yeah. Through the whole holidays. Never missed a day. Oh, yeah. Tweak my knee. Didn't miss a day. And so momentum is like that. The opposite of momentum is, well, what the hell? One more day is not going to make me or break me. And so when you feel momentum, you feel this wind at your back and you're, you're flying. The opposite of that feeling is when we become stagnant. And that's what's happened for a lot of folks. Just life in limbo, looking for the new normal and having, just haven't regained any momentum at all. Colonel Sanders says, a man will rust out long before he wears out. Think about that. There's a guy at 62 years of age started franchising Kentucky Fried Chicken. At 62. And he said a person will rust out long before he wears out. Which means sitting around is not really what's going to protect us and it's not really going to make us. 
At 62, he started franchising Kentucky Fried Chicken. By the way, that company today is worth over $15 billion. Okay? Don't rust out. I'd love to try to wear out. Adam Clark, British theologian, said, I have lived to know that the secret of happiness is never to allow your energies to stagnate. And Robin Sharma wrote, The antidote to stagnation is innovation. So being creative, moving, getting going. You know, I'm going to give you some how-tos in a minute to get your year off to a great start. We need momentum. It's like the wind at your back, okay? As my mother always says the Irish blessing, the roads rise to meet you. May the wind always be at your back. That's all about momentum. That's all about the roads rise to meet you. It's your journey on your life journey. Hey, will it go well for you? And may the wind always be at your back. That's the momentum pushing you forward. We have to have it. When you have negative momentum, you can't feel like you're doing that and right. I'm never going to lose weight. I'm never going to get out of debt. I'm never going to grow my business. I'm never going to improve my marriage. My relationship with my kids is never, never, and we get, that is negative momentum. And I'm going to show you a technique today that I've shared with over 3 million people worldwide at our events and seminars that is absolutely guaranteed to change your momentum forever. But you got to stay tuned because I got another point to cover before that. The second major point is I want to cover the power of momentum. It helps us accomplish more. It just does. Momentum helps us accomplish more. It means we go faster, and it also forces us to be more efficient. That's what a lot of people don't get, is that when you speed things up, you have to become more efficient. Henry Ford said, if everyone is moving forward together, then success takes care of itself. John Maxwell said, momentum solves 80% of your problems. The great Og Mandino said, action will destroy your procrastination. One of the things Og said in The Greatest Salesman in the World, he said, failures live as if they had a thousand years to live. They put off and put off and put off. Action will destroy your procrastination. Let's say one of the momentums you've got going negatively is you feel like you're a procrastinator and you're getting that self-talk and you're communicating that and you're saying that about yourself, right? Somewhat self-condemning, self-judging. And then here's what happens. Then it becomes a great excuse. Well, here's the thing. You take action, you're immediately not a procrastinator. My good friend, Joe Nego, he says, N-O-W, do it now. No other way. No other way. Do it now. Just something you've been planning to do, something you know you need to do, no matter how small or big, do it now. Do it now. And you destroy procrastination in that area of your life. Here's the next thing about momentum. It gives us an advantage. It gives us an advantage. It builds confidence in a person. And it puts us in a state of flow. It puts us in a state of flow where all of a sudden your creative juices are flowing, your enthusiasm becomes higher, your energy starts to move, and next thing you know, you're starting to gain momentum. Now you go from, man, nothing I can do is right, to, huh, a lot of things are going right. Then you, when you really start burning on momentum, it's like, man, everything I'm doing is right. I, I can't put a foot wrong. It really starts to flow. So it helps you accomplish more gives you that advantage, puts you in a state of flow. Joe Rogan, there's a guy that knows a little bit about momentum right now, biggest podcast in the world, says, build confidence and momentum with each good decision you make from here on out. And I love that because you're starting the year together. Just from here on out, forget the past. Learn from it, but don't dwell on it. Forget the past. Dale Carnegie, 100 years before, said, inaction breeds doubt and fear. Action breeds confidence and courage. And my good friend, Darren Hardy, says, Momentum is without doubt one of the most powerful enigmatic forces of success. Great stuff. Ultimately, not only does momentum help us accomplish more, 
not only does it give us an advantage, but it moves us towards our goals, which is a little foreshadowing of what I believe is the ultimate momentum gainer and procrastination buster. And we'll talk about that here in a second. So moves us towards our goals. That's really what momentum does. So momentum compounded with habits produces results. Momentum compounded with habits produces results. My friend Nick Vujicic, and if you've come to our mastermind, you've seen Nick at our events, a fantastic man with an incredible story, says keep moving ahead because action creates momentum, which in turn creates unanticipated opportunities. And there's a man who knows a lot about that, you know, born without arms or legs and was suicidal as a young boy. And he now today, he speaks to millions of people every year, inspires, encourages, and provides momentum for others. Again, Darren Hardy says, the rhythm of daily action aligned with your goals creates the momentum that separates dreamers from super achievers. Darren Hardy was the editor of Success Magazine for more than a decade, and he got a chance to interview almost every super achiever in the world and talked about daily action along with your goals. That's what creates the momentum that separates the dreamers from the super achievers. Don't you want to be a, a super achiever? Speaking of that, Michael Phelps, right, the most decorated Olympian in the history of Olympics, said goals should never be easy. They should force you to work, even if they are uncomfortable at the time. And then John Dryden, a famous poet, said, we make our habits and then our habits make us. So you can tell where I'm leaning you, right? So we've talked about how we've lost momentum. We've talked about the power of momentum. And now I really want to give you some how-tos to gain momentum. And for some of you who've been with me a long time, some of this will be very, very familiar. So I'm going to share with you, we need to three words very, very important for 2021. We need to initiate to get momentum. Then we need to gain in our momentum. And then we need to maintain. So initiate, gain, and maintain. These are the three most important words with regards to momentum. So how do you initiate? If you're sitting here, let's say you've just had a tough year. A lot of things went sideways, personally, physically, financially, whatever. How do you initiate? Well, here it is. Short-term goals. Short-term goals. Goals set out in 10-day increments. And what they do is help you start momentum. Okay? Old man Mo. And here's why I say this. If you can't do what's on your list for 10 days, forget about the year. Right? There's no point in talking about a year. No point in talking about five years. I have people all the time that come to me with their big business plans. And what are you doing next week? And they don't have a plan for next week. Let me tell you, the amount of people who've come to me looking to invest in a business and they didn't know what they were doing next week, let me tell you, if you don't know what you're doing next week, how in the heck are you supposed to know where you're going to be 52 weeks from now? And so I'd encourage every one of you, this is a little goal sheet that I have presented to over 3 million people. And it has worked. It has changed my life. And it's our little 10-day sheet broken up into the key areas of life. So go to thebrianbuffinishow.com slash insiders. So thebrianbuffinishow.com slash insiders. And go right away and download this little 10-day goal sheet. And what it's going to do for you is help you get started. And so what I do is this. Now, I'll tell you what my trick is with this, and I've been doing this for almost 20 years. I will do a set of 10-day goals every month. People go, oh, Brian, what is don't you mean you have a goal for your entire... Nope. Nope. I don't have a goal for all 30 days. I have a 10-day goal that I want to get accomplished, that I focus my energies in a burst and I focus my energy on the 10-day goals. And then a month later, I do it again. And I keep in the top right-hand drawer in my bathroom all my 10-day goal sheets. 
and then I put them all together for the year. And I've done this for 20 years, so I have a pile of these. Now, we had a house fire in, in 2007, which kind of burned up a few of them, but I started back about 2010. So I have 10 years of these, and I have 10 years of 12 sheets of goals that I set. And what that has done for me is when I go back and read those goals, first of all, it's amazing to me some of the things that used to be goals of mine that are no longer goals of mine. It shows you how far you've come. It shows you what you've gotten accomplished. And sometimes it reminds you to get back on the horse. It also reveals to me there's goals I've set repeatedly over and over and over and over again and not made a ton of progress on. And it's, okay, I have to have a new way of looking at this. I have to come with a new paradigm. I have to try something different. So if you want to initiate momentum, short-term goals get you started. They just get you started. So go to thebrianbuffinishow.com slash insiders and get yours. William Jane said this, It's our attitude at the beginning of a difficult test, which more than anything else will affect its successful outcome. So having the written goals will affect your attitude. Roger Federer, one of the all-time greats, one of my goals last year. I had eight tickets for two days, center court at Wimbledon. Well, Wimbledon got canceled. So guess what? Guess what? The first goal I wrote down this year, we're going again, kids. We're putting it down. You know, Roger Federer is still playing. I want to see him play. And so we're going again. We'll see if it works out or not, but that's my goal. Federer says this, you have to believe in the long-term plan you have, but you need the short-term goals to motivate and inspire you. No question. Adam Braun says, for any movement to gain momentum, it must start with a small action. Mac Anderson, who is a famous cricketer, which, by the way, is one of the biggest sports in the world. Sorry, Americans. He says, dream big dreams, but never forget, that realistic, short-term goals are the keys to success. Amen, Mac. That's what's absolutely changed my life. So to initiate momentum, if you want to win in 2021, download our 10-day goal sheet and then print 12 of them off, right, January, February, all the way through December, and then one at a time, knock them off. And as you write out those goals, put them on your bathroom mirror. And at the end of the month, take them off and put them in your drawer and then put up the next one for the next month. That will initiate it will initiate. The next thing is you need to gain momentum. What does that for you? Mid-range goals. Mid-range goals. And this is 10 months at a time. And what the mid-range goals do is they help keep you going. So the short-term goals help you get started. The mid-range goals keep you going. They keep you going. And they help you gain momentum. And it's very, very powerful. Harvey McKay, who wrote the best-selling books, How to Swim with the Sharks Without Being Eaten Alive and Beware the bare-chested man who offers you his shirt. He's spoken at our mastermind. He's best friends with Lou Holtz, my good friend. He says this, Goals give you more than a reason to get up in the morning. They are an incentive to keep you going all day. Very powerful. Thomas Fuller, an English clergyman, said, All things are difficult before they are easy. And that's why these 10-month goals should be difficult. They should be difficult. George Lucas, I just watched a documentary on him last night, which was really the whole story behind him building out Star Wars. And we all think, oh, here's the billionaire and everything went right. Man, one struggle after another, barely could finance it. I mean, it it stretched him on all fronts. It stretched him in his family life. It stretched him in his financial life. He was barely hanging on to get the Star Wars series built. But here's what he says. You simply have to put one foot in front of the other and keep going. Put the blinders on and plow ahead. And then my good friend Brian Tracy says, if what you're doing is not moving you towards your goals, then it's moving you away from your goals. There are consequences when we don't take action. There are consequences when we don't move forward. When we don't initiate momentum and when we don't gain, the truth is we're not staying put. 
we're losing. We're going further back. So we want to initiate momentum with those short-term goals. We want to gain momentum with those 10-month goals. And then we want to maintain, right? It's one thing to get to the top of the ladder. It's another thing to stay there. And I've been at the top of the ladder, to be honest with you, for about 20 years. And it's a lot of work. How do you maintain success? You know, a lot of people come and go overnight success. Well, you need some long-range goals. And in the world we live in today, I used to have a different view of this, but I really believe five years is the long-range goal now. Unless you're planting trees, you need to have five-year goals. And the reason being is that the world changes so much. The environment changes so fast now. Technology, the speed of the world, it changes. So five-year goals, what they do is they give you hope. Remember that the 10-day gets you started. The 10 months keeps you going, but the five years, they give you hope. This should be the big picture. This should be what I used to call a BHAG, a big, hairy, audacious goal. Now, the dynamic here is, as you look at this, human beings are wired up differently. That's why in our coaching program, we really identify a person's real strengths, their natural gifts, their natural abilities. And we've utilized a specific process that we've had in place for years and years and years to understand a person's natural gifts and abilities and then match them up with a coach that way. Well, the dynamic here is, Some of you are absolutely more specific in your profile, and so you're geared towards seeing short-term goals. Some of you are what's called spectrum, and you're great at the mid-range stuff. And then some of you, like my wife, global. When our first son was born, she looked at the baby's face and said, I wonder what our grandkids are going to look like. Now, I'm more specific. I'm thinking, how in the hell are we getting this kid home? Like, how do I put him in the the baby seat? You know, what, what do we do the first night? Now, what's happened over the years is I've learned for my wife to pull me to be able to stretch out further, and I've brought her back so that on occasion she remembers that there's specific things we have to do today. And so we're wired up a certain way. So when I talk about short-term, mid-range, and long-range, when you're listening to this, one of those is going to gravitate with your natural style more than others. But please, please remember this. You need all three. You need all three. So one is going to be like dessert, and the other two are going to be a discipline. Like my wife, Beverly, she's great at the long-term plans. But when I help her focus on the short-term lists, she actually operates at a very high level. And so we need the short-term goal, the mid-range goal, that 10-month, and we need the long-range goal. Bill Gates said most people overestimate what they can do in a year and underestimate what they can do in a decade. And that's so true. George Marshall, who was the former Secretary of State, said the one great element in continuing success is maintaining the momentum. And Michael Corder said one way to keep momentum going is to have constantly greater goals. And that's my hope and prayer for y'all. We've covered mindset, motivation, and methodology. We talked about how to win in 2021. We talked about why we've all lost momentum. And give yourself a break. If you've lost some momentum, if your business, your finances, your waistline, your family relationships, if they've gone back in 2020, give yourself some grace. Give yourself some grace. The whole world lost momentum in 2020. But then we know we need the power of momentum working for us and what it can do for us. May the wind be at your back. And then ultimately, we talked about how to create momentum with those short, mid, and long-range goals. Go to thebrianbuffinishow.com slash insiders and get your goal sheets. Start doing today. I know this is a passive form of communication. You're sitting there listening. Maybe you're out for a walk or a jog. You're driving in your car and whatever else. As soon as you stop doing what you're doing, go to the website and download the goals. And within the next 24 hours, write out your 10-day goals. And if you do that, you've already started off the year in a winning format. So I just hope the best for you. I hope that 2021 is your best year ever. 
I hope individually, family-wise, community-wise, globally-wise, there's a worldwide sense of momentum of things that can be better and how we can all be better together. But you got to have those goals. Not everybody's going to win in 2021, but the doers will. I hope you're a doer. You're already big in my book because you're listening to this podcast in the first place. And maybe you'll listen to this little Irish blessing in a different way than you ever did before and realize that the Irish, centuries ago, were actually all about momentum. So my mom has a good word for you. So uh, enjoy, Therese. She's 90 right now in 2021. She's a blessing to me and everyone who comes across her. And I hope you receive her blessing as a blessing not just for today, but for your whole year. We'll see you next time. May the road rise up to meet you. And may the wind always be at your back. May the rain fall soft upon your fields and the sun shine warm upon your face. And until we meet again, may God hold you in the hollow of his hand. See you next time.